Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. DSFL Radio, it's the first show in 2017. We're going to talk about the conference. Uh, we named, renamed some conferences, team managed teams, rules, and uh, draft dates, draft orders, other dates. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's going on? I just told you. Bruce well, on let's, here. Let's, let's get to hear. it. Yeah, let's, let's get to it, man. Conferences. Uh, if you haven't been to the ESFL website in a while, you'll see the conference names have been renamed. We have the Nebula, Central, Eastern, and Western, and the Vintage, Central, Eastern, Western, instead of those other names, which I could never remember. What website we using these days? <laughs> The same one we used for the last three years, Josh. Why is this so hard for him, Bruce? Josh struggles. <laughs> struggles, struggles with that shit, man. It's, nothing's changed, Josh. He's, he's been he's been away from the game for a little while. Yeah. Shit, you know? Yeah. Same website, man. You can go to eStandoutLeague.com and you'll see under League Links, 2017 site. Click it and click go. Select it and click go. Uh, so, like I said, we got Nebula Eastern, Nebula Central, Nebula Western, and Vintage, the same three names, except they're Vintage. That way I think we'll be able to remember that shit, because I can't remember who was in the Helix or whatever the hell they was. Too hard, wasn't it, Josh? Oh, yeah. All right, so we've changed that around, and that's a good thing to move into teams. Uh, everybody knows D-Crown Holder's out this year. Uh, I haven't decided whether or not to – there's a couple options we got here, guys. If he's interested, which he was a month or so ago, I hadn't talked to him about this exact scenario, but he was interested in being running a coalition team. But we, what if we would just let the D, him run the D crown holder, but he, if he wins, then it carries forward to next year? Who? Who's wanting to run it? The D crown holder suspended for this year, right? Right, right. I understand that. But if if he would run the D, instead of renaming that to Coalition, I have to let him rename it and then run it, or find somebody else to run the Coalition. Just let him run it as the D Crown holder. But if he, he can't win a championship, if he wins, then it carries forward, just like the Coalition change, would. Change it to the Coalition. I I don't want D Crown holders even associated with a championship. <laughs> okay. But, Stiff, stiff penalty, huh? He's not on the practice field, <laughs> is he, Josh? It's, it's bad enough he's got one. We can't let him get a second one with a team, you know, like the coalition. I mean, he had a losing record when he won too. He's the only person with a losing record to win, man. Don't even get started on. 
we don't need to go there. That's bad memory. All right. So so then we, the, it comes down to whether we're even going to have coalition. And if we do, don't don't you think it'd be fair? It would be unfair. I was looking back on it. Don't you think it's unfair unless there's one in each conference? Won't make no difference to me. I know, but think about it. I mean, if you really think about it, there's. I mean, it really is not really big, but it could be a help out. Thanks. It could be bothering me a bit. Yeah, I mean, either, but. But anyway, I don't know if we're going to do a coalition or not, but uh, Temp, I think, is going to come back this year. He was in Korea <laughs> last year. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's crying. He's over his crying fit, huh? He was in Korea, man. So he. I mean, other people in Corey has been able to run their fantasy team in the SFL, but he just can't do it, so he had to sit out. I don't believe that for a minute. But that's you th- the truth. You think 110 points put on his ass with two players had something to do <laughs> I with think it? That might have had a whole bunch to do with it. <laughs> All right, I was talking to him today, chatting with him, and I think he's going to come back. He never finished up and said yes, but he was wanting the details. Anyway, if he don't, uh, Cav is – Got a guy that's on the top of the list, his brother, supposedly. Uh, we ain't got no problem finding people. Vile is out. He's not going to play. Cav don't even have a brother. Uh, whatever. Steps, brother-in-law, whatever. No, he has a brother. I'm just kidding. But we can't believe him, so don't don't get let his family in here. I'm just saying, and we always know we got people anyway. So, so right now, the point of the matter is, D-Crown Holder's not going to be there, and Vile is out. He's not playing. Okay, so we either got to let Crown Holder stay. Oh, wait a minute. Vile's out? Yeah. He hung him up, Josh. Hung up the cleats, boy. That, hung that him franchise, up. That franchise moved out in the middle of the night like the old Baltimore. Moved <laughs> out of there, Josh. No, they did worse than that, man. They shut her down, man. They shut her down like the Boston Bees. <laughs> <laughs> They're done. You'll never see them back, man. Yep, town. Can't say never, but I highly would doubt you'd ever see him back. <laughs> Sad day, brother. Sad day when we get Vile. Yes, sir. Yeah. I like Vile's like competition. <laughs> I like him. I mean, I I've, like I've tried everything I can to contact him about some yeah. stuff, that, but hey, well, I can't get him. Jesse said he had to beg him to play last year, so that, I'm just done. He's done. Listen, Vile hung in there after having the worst season in the ESFL in history. What do he do? He, I think he followed it up with the second worst team in the <laughs> history of the ESFL, and he still stuck it out for like three or four more years. I love the Vile, man. The Vile needs to come back. We need we need bottom feeders like the Vile. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out. Sad days. Yeah. But I think he's gone. So, anyway, let's get back to it. Uh, Vile's gone. D crown holder. We're going to have to replace that team either with a coalition. So, well, I think we're going to have a couple spots. And, you know, somebody might not, that I ain't heard from. But, so anyway, that's the situation on the team's temp. We might have an opening for somebody. We might have an opening for two or three people. So if you guys know somebody, we'll put them on the list. Uh, rule changes. You guys been to the website? Josh don't even know the website. <laughs> no. A uh, couple of things has changed. Uh, in the past, you had to start two defensive backs, and any combination of linebackers, linemen, equal 
four total defensive players. Now you can start any four defensive players you want. You don't have to start any cornerbacks. You can start four cornerbacks, or you can start four linemen, or you can start four linebackers, or you can start three linebackers, one corner, whatever you want to do. T- total four. Yeah, sir. I like that rule change. Yeah, I think it gives more coaching decisions involved. And the more coaching decisions that are involved, I think the more a person earns their win. This is my view. Make You make it too easy when you dictate you got to start a lineup this way, that way. High 50. High 50 is going to be a showdown qualification. So the first time you win a high 50, you qualify for the end of the season total points tournament that will only have people in it that won high 50s. All right, this is where it gets gay. Subsequent wins of high 50s that the season, you get your $50. So if you win three times, three high 50s throughout the year, you will get $100, and the other 50 went to pay your entry fee into the qualification. There could end up being as much as $600 in there if everybody different won every time. So if all 12 weeks was a different high 50 winner, there'd be $600 in that tournament, a, a, a tournament of 12 teams. My guess is there'll be about seven teams in this tournament, six to eight teams. So there'll probably be about three hundred and fifty dollars on the line between about six or eight teams. And it's gonna be a total points, not head to head. So over a four week period, total points. You got that, Bruce? I'm all over. Josh, you understand that? No, I didn't listen. I told you I don't like this rule, so I'll just deal with it. Y'all can tell me what I get later. All right. Also, another change. Future draft picks cannot be traded for or away except trading for or away draft picks in the current season is authorized. So you can't trade away your draft pick to 2018 this year. But you can trade away a draft pick in this year all you want. So during the draft, you want to trade somebody your 11th, 12th, 13th round for a guy, you can do it. Just not future uh, trades are ten dollars. I think they was five dollars before. I, the the rule said ten. I think last year we were charging five. Five per player. Yeah, it's ten dollars now per owner. So per two teams per player per oh, owner per, per, per player. owner. Ten dollars okay. per owner. Okay. Uh, trade deadline is now moved to week six. It was week five. ESFO oh. draft is gone. Go ahead, Josh. I was going to say, probably should be about eight, nine. Uh, people, no, because teams, what happens there is teams that don't have a chance, I know they don't have a chance, they're just, it just keeps collusion out of a, a less chance of somebody being able to collude to somebody. Yeah, I'll hook you up next year, man. Here, here's a couple months. Make it harder for everybody else to approve. Anyway, it's week six. It was week five. I like week five, but I was listening throughout the year last year. A couple people said I wished it was longer, so now it's longer. Yesville draft's going to be 14 rounds. I know you're not going to like that, Bruce. Next year, we will go to more rounds. Last year, it was only 12. This year, we're going to 14. I made a mistake again this year because I set the drafts at 4 o'clock and 7 o'clock. That's three hours. I should have made it farther apart so we could have went more rounds. But I can't. I'm not going to change the times. No, we're not drafting them all. You're going to go 14 rounds this year. Next year, probably go to 17 rounds, 16, 18, somewhere in between there. This year, it's 14 rounds. Both conferences are drafting on the same day. 
one's at 1600 Eastern, one's at, um, yeah, yeah, 1600 Eastern, and hold up, let me double check. What day? September 3rd? 1600 Eastern for the Vintage and 1900 for the Nebula on the 2nd, September 2nd, a Saturday. September 2nd, okay. 1600 for the Vintage, 1900 for the Nebula, and that's why after I already did it, I realized I wanted to go more than tw uh, 12 rounds, so we went 14. Next year, we'll probably have the the draft at uh, 1500 and 2000. Give it, and we'll go 17, 18, whatever. We'll more. This year it's gonna be 14. Meaning, to the next topic, uh, you're gonna have four a days instead of two a days. And then last year we had three a days. This year it's gonna be four days, and it's only gonna last for two days. So you can still call it two a days because it's four days on two a days. <laughs> In two days. <laughs> in other words, it's going to be four days, and it's only going to last on a Sunday and a Monday. So the draft ends on Saturday. Sunday it starts at 0600, and Monday it goes, and Tuesday morning at 0600 it's going to be done. So you have added eight players by Tuesday at 0600. So I you're like 14 plus eight I is like 22. I like draw on the time, by the way. We did there a couple of years ago. Huh? I like the random draw for the time when it starts. Okay, we that, can do that. I'll put the that's I'll put the morning stuff. That's dedicated people. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I agree with you. I like it too. We'll I'll put a thing on the calendar for when we're at. We'll do the random draw of that the same day we do the draft order, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, your active roster is gonna be 24. I think last year it was 25. I lower it by one. Uh, we now have a new farm roster spot. It costs twenty dollars to put a player on it and $20 to take a player off of it. Basically, that is for FFA players, which Bruce is the only one that has one this year in Leonard Fournette. Bruce already did step two. Step two cost you $20 because that puts him on your FFA farm roster spot. Now, to take that guy off, it's going to cost him $20. He can keep him there all year, and he can use him as an RFA next year. But to come off of this FFA is going to cost him $20. So in the total, it's going to be a $40 play. Let me ask you this. If he if he takes him off this year and plays him, does he get the FFA rights or the no. RFA rights? No. Right Same now? RFA rules apply. So he, once yeah. he plays him, he's done. Hey, does that, does that um, farm spot add to my 24? Yeah, that's an extra one. Just like the IR roster spots, you get an extra farm spot. Oh, okay. To take him off, I, I'm, I have the ability, and I've given nobody the right to add or remove from the rock farm spot, including you. So if you ever want to take him off, you got to tell me, and then I'm gonna charge mm. you the twenty bucks, uh, extra twenty. I, I'm gonna take him off this year. It'll be next. It'll be fine. You're saying, you just just playing his ass right there. Okay, but I'm just telling everybody else in the future. And if your people's wondering, maybe they didn't get into it and all. Two years ago, it's actually started two years ago, not last year, but the year before. You can draft or two a day. Now it's four a day. Any player. So I'm just going to make it easy. Some hard terminology. You can draft a guy that's in college this year when he might be a senior in college, and then next year he's in the NFL. You could have had him on his on your FFA. So Bruce drafted Leonard Fournette. He didn't draft Leonard Fournette. He took him in two-a-days last year. Basically, so what he's losing is he lost a two-a-day because he had to pick that guy, which he couldn't use last year. 
He lost twenty dollars because he did step two, which puts him on his FFA farm roster. And he's gonna lose twenty more dollars when he ever activates him. So he's gonna be in the hole forty bucks. Plus he lost a two a day spot. It's a pretty deep. It's a deep cost, in my opinion, to get into the FFA game, and that's the way it should be, probably. But back to it, Bruce selected Fournette on two a days. I think day one or day two. I got it written down because that comes into play later. We'll talk about. He spent twenty bucks, so he he got the guy. Of course, the guy wasn't in NFL last year. This year, he got drafted. He's in the NFL. Bruce had rights to him, just like an RFA. He did step two. So that's how it works. You understand it, Josh? Yes, sir. Okay. So getting into that now, he's on your FFA just like an RFA. Now, RFAs last year at the same time that FFA went to not only you had to draft them, but you could have picked up a guy on two-a-days. Before it was you drafted him, you lost a round 10 draft pick. Then it went to you drafted him, you lost the round that you drafted him in. Now, this year it's going back to you draft him, you lose a round 10. So you might have not drafted him until round 14, but you're still going to lose a round. You forfeit a round 10. And this website is set up as keepers this year. So I already got him on your team, Bruce. But when draft order set, I'll be able to set and say, he takes your 10.2 or 10.6 spot. So when the draft comes up, that you'll still skip you. It'll already put him in there for us. Mm-hmm. So that's why I changed it back to you're going to lose around 10. So every year you're going to be at your 10th rounder. Like I was getting ready to say, we also added you could two a day RFA a guy or FFA a guy, but you lose around 10. So if you two a day, now it's four a day. A guy this year in the draft, I mean, after the draft, you two-a-day somebody, okay? And you step one, step two of them, and then the next year comes, you lose a tenth-round pick, not that day of the two-a-day for the next year. You guys got that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you can draft them or two-a-day them, no matter what you do, it's a tenth-round pick. However, let me go to the rules. For FFA, it's different. You go to the rules. I was looking at that yesterday. Once step two is complete, you own rights to a player and forfeit a 10-round pick in the upcoming draft. For the RFA. For an FFA, once step two is complete, you own rights to a player and forfeit a pick equal to the upcoming draft where you originally acquired him. So, FFA, it does go to where you got him. So, if you got him on day two of two a days, that's for the next year what you're going to give up again. If you drafted a guy in round 13, that's going to be FFA, which you could have. You're going to lose round 13. RFAs, you're going to lose round 10s. You guys got that? No, hold on a minute. Yeah. Josh don't, Josh don't care. But So, for me, I lose a two a day this year. Yeah, and I got it documented where what day no, you no, took him on. on. I got some issues with that. 
we, we, we may have to hash that out. I can't lose the whole day since it's four days. I can't no, lose no, you lose one plays. pick. You lose okay. one pick right, into right, and right. you lose one pick. Yeah, on fine. that day. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's fine. So if you did day two last year, which I think you did, if day three, does, if you did day three, it don't exist this year. Right, so you got lucky. Right, right. So you got lucky. You don't you don't lose nothing. It's just the way it goes. But if you did day two, which I think it was, you're gonna lose one pick from day two, so you only got three. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a better situation than RFAs. is a little bit more strict. You're gonna lose round ten. Every time for RFA. FFA, since you got $20, $20, you gave one up last year uh, to a day, it's a little more lenient. So, but when I don't use him this year, he becomes an RFA and I lose round 10 next year, right? Yes. Or He'll convert to an RFA. He doesn't stay under the FFA rules. Right. All right. All right, so that's that. RFA, FFA, uh, you're allowed two IR players, injured reserve. Everybody's allowed two players on IR. It's going to cost $5 to put somebody on the IR. The site will track you, charge you as soon as you put them on. To remove somebody from IR doesn't cost anything. So you can cut them, you can activate them, whatever you do, it costs nothing, just putting them on. The reason we went to that last year is because it's a pain in the ass for me to go back and count everybody's transactions all year to see who owes what. So we just made it where putting them on is five because the site will keep that, but it won't keep it the reverse way. So, so some reason the people that write the site don't think it's a good idea to cost to be able to charge somebody to take somebody off. All they have is activate actually five dollars to activate or five dollars to uh, place on. Well, what if you cut them? They got them for free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cut is not activate so to them. So I got to go through all the lists and see people that cut and cut guys that was on his pain ass. So we just made it $5 to put on. Cut them, activate them, do whatever you want's free. So you get two of those. You get two spots. You can do it 12 times a year if you want. Put him on, cut him. Put him on, activate him, cut somebody out, blah, blah, blah. You can do it as many times as you want, but no time you can have more. You're going to have two spots. You got that, Josh? $5 one time fee? Each time. Each time you put each time you put them on there. Oh, each time, okay. Each time you put somebody right on. I put twelve twelve players on there. Twenty, it's at, uh, sixty bucks. Yeah. Way up, something like that. All right, uh, scoring change. Defensive conversion returns is now worth six ESFL points, and I actually wanted to make it fifteen, but I made it six. This is the number of defensive. Two-point conversion returns in a game. This is a new NFL statistic started in 2015. It can be scored by blocking an extra point attempt or by intercepting a two-point conversion pass attempt or by recovering a two-point conversion fumble and then returning it all the way to the other end zone. If they do that, it'll be worth six points if that guy's yours. If your defensive guy that does it is yours, you get six points. Got that? Wait, wait. So, if my player, defensive lineman, blocks a two-point, or or let's see how he blocks. He don't even have to be the one to block, and he can just pick up the block and run it in all the way back. Six points. So I get nothing for the block. 
No, not well. If you do, we I don't even remember we keep scoring blocks, do we? Did we add that last year? I don't remember. Nobody got any. I don't think. Let me look. I don't even. Do we have blocks, Bruce? You remember? I, I think there is points for blocks. Yeah. I think it is too. I thought it was ten points for a daggone block kick. Let me see. Blocks, blocks, punts is ten points. Blocked extra points is eight. Yep, eight points each for number of blocked punts. Punt. Okay, for a blocked punt touchdown, you get eight points. So somebody blocks a punt, and the other guy on your team picks it up, that's eight. If your player returns it, that's eight. eight. But if he blocked it and returned it, it's 18. Yeah, sir. Very very likely that the same guy returns it that blocks it. They do sometimes. But back to what we were talking about, the new rule that we've added – Defensive conversion returns is six points. So if your guy, let's say he doesn't block it, but he picks up the block and runs it in, he gets six. If their quarterback gets sacked and he fumbles and you guys pick it up, you want your cornerback runs it, you know you guys understand it. Six mm-hmm. points. So if he blocks, if he blocks a kick, he's going to get the kick, block the extra point, and the return if he does it. Doesn't what about, happen. What about it? <laughs> Never happens. Yeah, well, uh, it could, but it happened a couple yeah. times. I think it happened to the Cardinals, man, last year. What happens if a player just gets an interception on a two point conversion attempt? Eight, six points, Josh. Well, no, no nothing. Interception is nothing. Not, oh, oh, just the interception. Yeah, nothing. For two point conversion attempts, nothing. They don't give them nothing because in the stats, NFL stats, that doesn't go down as an interception. But if he intercepts and returns it for a touch for a touchdown, which is considered, but they don't they don't call they, it an interception. They call it a, a, the official NFL stat for that is a defensive conversion return. It's not an interception. So they don't give him an interception. They give him a DCR. Huh? I thought it was considered a safety or something. No, before you couldn't do it until 2015. So they they're not going to give him an interception. He intercepts and returns it all the way. They're giving him a DCR in the stat book. No interception, just a defensive conversion return. They don't care how he got it. The, the examples I gave you are the ways that it can happen, and there might be others, but I don't think so. Block extra point attempt. Somebody picks it up and runs it in. Interception and he runs it in. That fumble when they run it in. I can't think of fumble. no other ways. Fumble recovery, yeah. That's yeah. So, that, but, so they call it conversion returns. Not interception, not fumble recovery. No, you don't even get a sack on that shit. The guy sacks him. Hmm. So that's six points. And that's all, that's all the rule changes. That's all the changes that we have, rules and other stuff in particular. And uh, draft order date. Let me click on the calendar here. If you go to the official website, there's a calendar on there. You can hit the jump to, and you can hit like August, and you can see everything for August, which is when everything's starting. So on the August uh, 3rd, we have another radio show, same time. They're all going to be at the same time. Uh, August 10th, we have another one. August 17th. August 19th is the deadline to do step two for your RFA, FFAs. August we 19th. Need to go, 
We need to go over that and see who has eligible players. I already have. I already know who. Go to. How about you do it? That's part of being an owner. I'm not telling nobody what they got to do. I'm just telling you what the deadline is because it's published on the calendar. You go figure it out. That's part of being an owner, Josh. You think the commission? They're calling the commissioner and asking how I do this. I'll help you, but I ain't gonna tell you. Lead your hand for hand there. Follow the rules directly, just like they say. There's good direction, step by step. If it says do this, do that. Huh? You say. Did you say there's a list out there of who has the options? You you can go, yes. You can go to the link, go to the official site, go to hover the links, league links. You'll see a thing that says view RFA, FFA claims. You can go through that, and you can see who did step one on a guy and who did step two on a guy. You can see who just did step one. It means they got till the 19th to do the other part. You can see the whole thing. So you can figure out who's got who. Bruce has already done step two on Leonard Fournette. Jesse has done step two on Derrick Henry, or whatever his name is, running back. That's the only two that's done anything. I think there's one other guy that has somebody eligible. I think two more guys have an eligible player. Josh might have one. and one, and one Yeah, one more person. I got a Carson Wentz. Yeah, so you got to do step two by the 19th. Follow the instructions exactly, because if they're not exactly like it says, I'm going to tell you no, just like I did Jesse, but I'm still contemplating whether I should let him do it. But we'll get into that later. It doesn't say that I did step one, but I know I did. Then you don't follow the rules. What do you mean? You didn't type in step one in the <laughs> comment section, did you? <laughs> well, then you haven't followed the, ste- the steps. So if no, you can't follow those simple steps, you're not a good owner. That's your fault. I did last year before week five. I and you, and, and I, I went in and deleted it. It just went away. No, you didn't do it. I wouldn't go in there and delete your shit. You got to follow the rules, which we'll talk about as the time comes closer. I think I'm going to let you guys go with that this time. The intent is there. I know it's there. But for now on, we're going to draw a line. It's part of being, it's going to be like you just said, getting up at 3 in the morning. Dedication. Know how to do it or you don't get it. Separate the riffraff from people like me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let me uh, me see if I understand this correctly. Step two for RFA. No later than two weeks before the draft in which you're claiming the player, you must complete the RFA claim form. Once completed, you're obligated to this claim form. No way out of it. In the comment section, you must write step two. Both steps must be completed, deadline, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so how do I get to the form? Go to League Links on on that home page again. Same place. Links, League Links. RFA claim form. The one above it, RFA, FFA claim form. Yes, sir. Fill it out. Purdue Pulverizer. All right, so the 19th is the deadline for that by 6 p.m. Eastern. Everything on this calendar, I think, is Eastern. Yes, is Eastern time. I know it is. So by the 19th, you got to do those. On the same day, we're going to do draft order drawing on ESFL Radio Live on the 19th of August is when we do our draft order. 2000 Eastern Time. Okay? 
Okay. Then we then we have radio shows on the 24th and the 31st, and probably a couple more thrown in because in September 2nd we draft. And I'm sure we'll have a few more days of radio added in there. So September 2nd is the draft. It's Saturday. That uh, Sunday we're going to start four days, and Monday will be four days, and Tuesday it'll end. Free for all. Kickoff starts week one on that's Thursday. So we're going to draft on Saturday. The NFL kicks off on Thursday. You boys got anything to complain, complain about that? That's perfect. When, when does uh, this uh, RFA plane view submissions update? Because I just did step two and it ain't updated. Is this live live feed here or what? Hold up. Maybe it's in your cache. I'll look and see if it's showing. View RFA claim forms. Yep, it's showing. Step two. You did it twice, actually. Beautiful. I want him twice. I get no, double you, the points. That's, I'm going to add that. Bruce, don't forget, if you if you do it more than once, you automatically <laughs> don't get it. <laughs> you know what that was, Terry? That's bullshit, because i got to go through this shit, Josh. So I don't want to be seeing people I'll doing them twice. I'll tell you why it did that if you listen and shut up for a second. When I hit submit, it says one record added, right? Yeah. Well, I went to the top of my address bar to go back to the eStandoutLeague.com page, and I accidentally hit the refresh button. Oh, the refresh so it was button. it was accident. Yeah, I, I was going to say, if you said that you hit something and it did it again, and I'd say, well, I'd go in and I'll add that where it says one record added, I'll add shit to that. Don't fucking do this. Don't do that. But now you're saying it was an accident. <laughs> it was definitely an accident. I hit okay. the refresh button instead of the address bar. When you Don't make an accident button, next year time. because it won't count. You'll lose control <laughs> of the no. Here's what yes. you need to do on that page. You need to put radio buttons on that page that says go back to the eStandout homepage. That way you don't have to click the address bar. You don't have to click the back button. You don't have All to right, I'll put a link in there. So good. The I'll put a link to go back. There don't make go. no now mistakes. Don't make no mistakes after this year, because I'm gonna put that rule in there. Well, if you put a button in there, nobody will click back. I'm, I'm sure they will, Josh. They certainly will still do it. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> okay. Step two, Carson Wentz in the book. Okay, so there, that's done. So that's all I got to talk about, unless y'all want to talk about these. Uh, and Bruce was getting ready to come over for a visit. Uh, he's going to get a good look at this backbreaker football. But I'm going to do some videos this year, Josh, of some games, some cuts, and this and that. Some, it's going to be hard work, but every week we'll have at least one little video of somebody kicking the other team's ass. Okay. You see those helmets of D. Crownholder there on that video? Yes, I watched. I watched the video. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Bruce, when you get here, I'll show you, man. I made your uh, new one too, on there, man. It's hard, it's hard shit to do, but it turned out pretty good. But that those in there are 2016 teams. I've got to, I got to do all that shit again for this year. But and speaking okay. of that, we got extreme weeks, which you've seen them on Facebook, right, Josh? We've been releasing them. You've seen yours yep. anyway, so that's all that matters. Yep. Uh, that's all I can think about, man. Any anything uh, else you? I'm looking at these RFA options here. Zima, step two, Derek Henry. Field, step two, Fournette. See, now, Zima didn't put right in there. 
Zima didn't write in there step one in the comments for step one, and you didn't either. And I put that particularly to weed out the, you people. <laughs> but I, well, I think <laughs> we'll let it go this year, but I'm just telling you, you better be careful next year. Because that's the last give me. Josh, you running with Wentz? Running what? You going you going to play that boy? He's going to be your starter this year, Wentz? Oh, all that. <clears throat> all right. You get a starting quarterback. Yeah, I'm I'm drafting wide receivers and running backs, so I can't draft no more. I'll get five in one round and five in the next round. I mean, five first five rounds, I'll get one running backs and wide receivers, and the next five, I'll do the same thing. Don't need no other catchers. I'll just roll with Carson Wentz and a slew of running backs and wide receivers. There's my strategy. Give me the number one pick. I'll take a running back. Hmm. Speaking of rules, next year, what we think we might do, I didn't want to change too many at once with the defensive rules. I didn't want too much more, but we might go to uh, four receivers instead of tight end, blah, blah, blah. You can four any four people you want at receiver, maybe. More more what coaching is, decisions. Because four instead of three oh. wide receivers, one tight end, you could go four uh, wide receivers, you could go four tight ends. Just okay. four receivers will be the category. That flex position could be anything. No, well, actually, off you can. Yeah, 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 more or less. You can start four running backs. You only had to start three wide receivers and one tight. You just start four running backs at wide if you wanted. Oh, interchangeable positions, huh? Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of extreme, but we'll, you know, we have to do something with that. That's next year. That confuses oh. people. They can't concentrate on this He's year. Mad. I got to mute the phone. He's mad on a wet hand, boys. I'm done. I got nothing else to say. Well, you ain't going to want to listen to that. I got a birthday party. My wife's birthday today. They're having a party in there. <laughs> Why you got anything else, Bruce? You're on the radio show in the radio room. They I'm just showed guy. up, Josh. Oh, okay. Well, she cooked her own food or they brought stuff? I don't know. Right. I ain't even been in there yet. I didn't smell nothing cooking. Hmm. I was fed taco meat, so I didn't think that's not special. Taco meat. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So when's the next big date here? The 19th, right, Josh? I don't know. I didn't look at the calendar. I was trying to listen to you talk about it, but I don't like this website, Terry. I need buttons to go back. Actually, the actually the next big date for me the way I see it is the 19th yeah because that's draft order drawing we'll do the uh, draft time drawing at the same time random time draw yes sir I gotta know where I'm drafting that boys the 19th and the reason we put it back so low late is because I'm still trying to get see who's joining who's paid who ain't you know what I'm saying you gotta wait that long what kind of draft what kind of uh, mock draft you been in no, I ain't even looked. I don't even know who's in the NFL. I don't even know. Is uh, Carson Palmer retired? I don't know. I ain't paying no attention. Oh, he ain't retired. Le'Veon Bell hasn't reported to training camp. He don't want to sign his $12.12 million franchise tender. <laughs> I'd sign that shit so fast, Bruce. Jesus what Christ. Pro- what what <laughs> $12.12 million. The guy won't sign a freaking contract. What's wrong with this idiot? 
beats me. <laughs> and you know what? He can't even he can't even live on that, man. This shit'll be gone in two years. <laughs> no, it's so stupid. Drew I don't think I've made twelve million dollars in my entire working life, have I, Bruce? No, you haven't. No, what I ain't it? I ain't made half that probably. No. No. But they can't live on that. It's gone in two years, man. Three years. Yeah. You can't, you can't live 55 years with it, Terry. <laughs> you can't even make that in 55 years. This guy's making it one day and losing right. it in two years. Yeah. What's wrong with this picture? They got them big lifestyles to maintain, you know? Yeah, I watched... Uh, all or nothing with the Rams. I didn't watch every episode. I just wanted to watch the ones where Jeff Fisher got fired. And I wanted to watch the ones where they got their asses kicked after week four. They lost every game. So, But anyway, I was watching that. And this dude's wife, they went and got a Christmas tree. And it was bigger than the damn water tower in Minot. And they had these white dudes carrying it into the house. <laughs> trying to put it up. They got that Christmas tree up. They got a house. It's got a cathedral church-like ceiling in this house this guy's got. And this tree touches the top, and they hang, like, four bulbs on it and say they're done. And the guy's like, the husband, the player, it's like, "Uh, aren't you supposed to put the lights on before the ornaments? She's like, we ain't got no lights, and we ain't got no more ornaments. That's the tree right there. (laughs) (laughs) 25-foot tree in their house with, like, four bulbs on it, man. (laughs) Probably mm. if you didn't buy one already all decorated and shit, man. Yeah. $8,000 $8, tree, man. Yeah. Boy, it was funny. You see, you ain't watched that in all or nothing, have you, Bruce? Uh-uh. It's funny, man. Jeff Fisher gets fired. They tell him, talking to the team, tell him, you know. And I, blah, blah, blah. He's a jerk-off, man. So that was on a Monday. And they had a game on Thursday. That was kind of screwed up because they had he, they had a Monday night game or Sunday game, Sunday evening game. Monday morning, he came in and told me he's fired. Thursday, when they're taking they're riding their bus out to get on the plane, him and his wife and his dog standing outside the gate. He can't even get in, man. He's locked out. <laughs> he's waving to him, giving him thumbs up, man. I was like, dude, let it go, man. He's standing outside the locked gate, giving him thumbs up, man. Can't let it go. <laughs> you gotta watch it, man. It's like episode two or three, man. The rest of it, they know he's watching it. But it's good when he gets fired, man. <laughs> he's telling him. Normally, I don't talk about this. He was in a meeting, a team meeting. He's like, normally I don't talk like this, but. He said, I know what I'm doing. He's like, I've been to Super Bowls. I've won blah, blah, blah. He starts going off on all this shit, right, that he's accomplished. He's like, because this, this all reflects on what uh, Bruce Arian said after the Cardinals kicked their ass one game about them always being 8-8. Eight and eight. So he went through this big spill of the team, man, and he's like, I did this, I've done that. We ain't going to go 8-8 eight and eight this year. We ain't going to go 9-7. and seven. Because Bruce Arians pissed him off in the, after the game. Do you remember that? Cardinals beat <laughs> yeah, their ass. Yeah. So he's he told he's telling them we ain't going eight and eight. No, you went four and ten, dude. 
He's terrible, man. Terrible. He was okay initially, you know, because he was more Buddy Ryan, 4-6. Then he started changing. Well, I think we would be better this way. If he would have just stuck with what he grew up and he learned from Buddy Ryan, he was good with Tennessee for a long time. But he gradually started getting away from that shit and thinking his own shit. And it and he ain't never been the same. He gradually got away from Buddy, man. Buddy knew what he was doing. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Nope, he's smarter than Buddy. That's why he's... I mean, they all get fired eventually, pretty much. I mean, I don't think Bruce Arians will ever get fired because he's going to retire, you know. I mean, at a certain point, you you won't get fired. But for the most part, you get hired, you're going to get fired. But, yeah, he's always – he's just – he's just he, – what is the word, man? He's just – every team he coaches – Mediocre. Just okay, man. I mean, they're – he don't know offense for sure. Anyway, you need to watch that up, man. That's cool when he gets fired. And the new, the guy they made coach is a good guy. I mean, that uh, damn, his dad was a coach in the NFL for the Giants. He's a good guy. I kind of felt bad for him. He was all gung ho, and they was all, you could tell they didn't give a shit. The players, they we ain't we ain't into your gung ho crap, man. <laughs> But he's a good guy. <laughs> Y'all listen to that Bruce Arians on that podcast. Yeah, the one I told you. <laughs> hey, that was funny. He said he, he went out there on the defense and when he was in Indianapolis dressed in black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that's, a good, that's a good podcast show, ain't it, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's good shit, dude. What else did he say? Why he drank that paint, man? Huh? Why he drank paint when he was a kid, man. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. His brother was drinking milk or some shit, so he saw a Because <laughs> <laughs> he told his brother, you drink that milk, you'll be good in football. So he said, if I drink this paint, I'll be awesome in football. <laughs> He's good shit, man. That guy's funny, man. He told what's his name, man. The guy's like, I'll stop by and kick a few balls. I, I'll just let you know right now. Don't try signing me. I won't pass. The, I won't pass the drug test. <laughs> so I thought you figured out how to beat that. <laughs> Did you go back and listen to the rest of the show before he was on there? Uh, no, I just listened to part of. You know, he 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 was the punter for West Virginia. Was he? Yeah. He's yeah. good shit, dude. I like that podcast, man. I'm going to start listening to him. Yeah, it's vulgar as hell, man. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, no, they, yeah. don't, they don't hold nothing back. Yeah, I didn't know he was for, your guy's punter, man. Yeah, he played for West Virginia. Boy, what, all four years or what? Uh, Yeah, I think he was. I think he was four years. Why did he retire? He got busted for tests and instead of letting him, he just said he'd quit or what? I don't know. I don't know why 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 he left. I think you know, that's those, it, man. Because cause those guys could play a long time. You know, those punters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, they got a long lifespan in the NFL if you're worth the shit. Yep. You know? He probably got drug bust instead of being suspended. He he just said, I'll retire. Maybe. I'm just guessing. I mean, I don't like talking about people like that, but hearing him on the radio show, I wouldn't be surprised. 
Yeah, Bruce was a shit dressed up in black, didn't he? And they asked him who was dying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's he's good. funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy, man. <laughs> I saw him on uh, Good Morning Football. You ever watch that? Uh-uh. That Kay Adams and uh, Nate Burleson, Kay Adams, some other guy. But they had Bruce on there, and they gave him these little popsicle sticks with a picture of Big Ben, one of uh, uh, Andrew Luck, one of Big Ben, one of Peyton Manning, and then they would ask him, uh, if you was to go eat steak dinner, which one of those three guys would have the best chance of paying for your dinner? <laughs> Questions <laughs> like that, and he'd have to pick one of them, you know? He's telling all these good stories, man. He's like, Big Ben's as cheap as they come, boys. <laughs> Big Ben ain't paying for nothing. <laughs> and then he's like, Peyton, Peyton will try to find somebody else to pay for it. But he will if he had to. It, has, it was a good show, man. It was all kinds of funny shit about them three guys. He got he that has, new book out. Yeah, I know. He's had some good quarterbacks. He has, man. He's, he talked about how he was motivating Peyton when he was rookie year one time. And Peyton's always worried about his footwork and shit. So he was like nervous or something. So so Arian said he just told him your footwork's messed up when it wasn't. So he forgot all about the shit that he was nervous about, man. So yeah, you know, and then the guy went out and threw for like four hundred yards. <laughs> so there wasn't nothing wrong with his footwork. I just wanted to think about other shit other than what he was thinking about. So how many days are we away from about 35 for college football. About, thir- about 36 about days. Well, 41 days or something from. 41 for kickoff. Kickoff, yes, sir. 36 for draft. NDSU kicks off on the same day we draft, man. The 2nd of September. West Virginia is on the 3rd. What about Florida, Josh? Right, and I ain't looked at the schedule. I'd say they kick off uh, probably the 3rd as well, or the 2nd. Uh, Bruce, West Virginia's first four games should be illegal. They Charleston Virginia, Southern. Yeah, they, play, they play Virginia Tech. And how many games they won in the last eight years? Five beat total? Ohio, beat Ohio State. Yeah, that's the only win they've had, I think, in five in ten years, man. But that's the only game they really have non-conference. Yeah. Charleston hey, Southern. Hey, who else is on there? a good win, boys. In the big – in the big shoe up there, wasn't it, Bruce G? Yeah. But it didn't that, change yeah. a thing. It didn't change nothing. No. But that's the year they went to the championship. They won a championship. Yeah. yeah. Didn't change nothing, man. I was actually on a plane that Friday, I think, coming back from somewhere, and there was all kinds of Hokie fans on that plane flying in, going to the game. That, ain't that when you were coming drive. back from I'm Texas? Pig hunt? Um, it may have been. It was like towards the end of the year, like three weeks to go only, right? No, they played them early in the season. Oh, that, okay. The, Second I, game of the season, I, huh? I was on the plane with a bunch of NDSU fans, and they played a championship game down there. Oh, which year? I mean, they only played seven uh, in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two years ago. 
Yeah, a lot of them, huh? Going to the game. Yeah, they come back from the game was over. So oh, okay. It was that weekend? I was actually looking when I was looking at the West Virginia schedule. I went to NDSU today schedule, and they had the coaches bio. Man, that some bitch is like forty-five and four. They, the other coach won three in a row, and this guy or two in a row, and he quit. He went to Montana or somewhere. Where'd he go, man? Some some uh, Wyoming. The other coach won two in a row. Went to Wyoming. Twenty-four seniors left, and they hired this new coach. And he had he had twenty-four seniors, twenty-four players left, man, and the coach, and they then won three more in a row. <laughs> Guys like forty-five, forty-nine, and five or something. That shit's hard to do, man. I don't care what what program, what level it is. Yeah. The other guys, the other team's trying to win, man. <laughs> it's not simple. A lot of good luck in there, too. Guarantee didn't that, that. Didn't that girls' ball club go like a hundred, one hundred one games or something? Mm, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hundred one, man. Yeah, UConn. Hundred Josh. Uh, it was something like that, 101, man. Yeah, it might something even be more, but what's good is the coach, man. He's like in the post-game press conference. He's thinking the exact thing that I was thinking when the game almost was over, and he said it. He's like, you know, I'm actually I'm sitting here not surprised we lost. I'm sitting here surprised it hasn't happened in the, sooner. Yeah, yeah. Just the odds of winning and losing, it surprises you you win all the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I was sitting mm-hmm. there thinking yeah, the same like, thing. They won like – three or four national championships in a row. Yeah, I know, man. So, I mean, he actually said exactly what I was thinking. It's not surprising we lost. Surprising that it didn't happen before this, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. especially you go through so many changes of players and all kinds of stuff. Hell of a hell of an like almost four. I think it was almost four years. Yeah, it's some call. Play, I think there unbelievable. Players, I think there were players on that team that had not lost a game since they joined the UConn. Women's basketball. Oh yeah, I mean, they they're, were they're seniors. Was, yep. Just crazy. Uh, you gotta look at UCLA's men's basketball program in the seventies too, man. I mean, give them credit. I mean, they won like six out of eight years, didn't they? They had yeah, a big a win streak. Yeah, yeah, they had a, a big win streak that Notre Dame beat them. To, it was probably in the eighties. They was. <laughs> you gotta give that credit, man. But that kind of. Everybody talks about that. They're up there with uh, Duke and North Carolina, Kentucky, and then they throw in UCLA because the number of things. Yeah, but they won eight of those son bitches in a 10-year period back 40, 50 years ago. They have won two in like the last 30 years. Do you know what I'm saying, Bruce? It's funny how all that changes, man. Yep. They, they've only won like two in the last at least 20 years. So you can't really talk, put them in that, you know, every year they're good shit. But you look at how many they won total. Yeah, they had a 10-year run. No doubt about that. And it wasn't just good players. I mean, their coach was like just, they was doing stuff that was way ahead of their time. It just took people, they couldn't catch up with it. Yeah.
Yeah. I mean, it's one thing, like like Cal Perry, in my opinion, he can't coach, but he can recruit. <laughs> He's not that good of a coach, in my opinion. I think he gets out coached a lot of times. So it's not like UCLA just threw out Lou Alcindor and a bunch of other great all-stars. Yeah, they had good players, but they're, what they was doing when it made the difference up for that time. I saw Calipari got beat in the dang – he's got that under-21 or under-18 or whatever team, don't he? Olympic team or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got beat by some mutt squad. He can't coach. <laughs> he can recruit, though, can he? Yes, he's a rec- he can recruit, man, but he's not a, a very good a tactical coach. Hell of a salesman. I yeah. don't think he can recruit either. I think he just got more money than everybody else. No, I th- I think it's it, – if I actually know, I mean, I don't know exactly what all goes on, but Bruce, you read that book too, right? Yeah. He's got good skills, man, when it comes to that stuff, dude. He knows how to get them in there, and I think – but I don't think he coaches that well. Man, if you – in my opinion, like he, all the players he gets – Pretty much. Why aren't you running and gunning? You could high-five slam it. You could be the Houston Cougars of the 80s with that team. But they don't, man. It's too. They don't run enough, in my opinion. you got the best athletes, five, six, seven deep for the most part, run. But they don't do a lot of out, get out, and go. You know what I'm saying? Two years yeah. ago when they almost went defeated, they was. But none of the years before or last year after that, they don't run enough. Too much of this crap ass dribble drive bull crap, and they can't defend. Man, you can dribble right down the paint on them all day. Every team he's ever had, except one. What team was it, Bruce? Well, when they had um, Anthony Davis, that's they right. Like coming in there. That's right, bro. That's the only team where that defense was good because you get past the other guys into the paint, you still ain't gonna score. Hell, you could shoot tw- uh, three-pointers if he was in your area. He was going to block that shit, too. <laughs> That's the only team he had isn't that was defensively good enough. Isn't it funny how good Anthony Davis is in the NBA at shooting a three-ball, but yet he didn't shoot hardly any threes at Kentucky? Yeah, it's a different game in NCAA, man. Plus, you got to think about it in the NBA. He was, I mean, he probably wasn't an awful shooter at Kentucky, but Bruce knows this better than I do probably, but – in the NBA, man, that's their daily freaking job. Like, you and I get up and go to work. That's mm-hmm. what's expected of him. He's in the gym shooting that three all every day in the oh, off yeah, season. Know. You know what I'm saying? And just like free throws, people that suck it might not be great. Almost everybody in the NBA shoots 80% from free throw line. You got people that are better. You got people that are worse. But probably an average is 80, right? They're 85. Because that's what they do all day. Do you agree with that, Bruce? No, there's doubt a doubt. Because you're restricted in college how much you can practice and shit. Now you can, yeah. you can, you can go off and do your own thing, you know. But you're not with the team. You're not. You still got school to deal yep. with, you know. So you, your your time's preoccupied. But yeah, once you get to that level, that's your job. That's it. You got, there's no other excuses. That's your job. Yep. Yeah, a lot of guys you don't really think are really what shooters in college, man. They can go to the NBA and they can be shooters, man. That's what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know what you're trying to say, and yeah, you'd be, you know, probably if Kentucky would have let him shoot the ball out there more, 
I mean, Cousins wanted to play point guard all the time when he was at Kentucky. Him and Calipari <laughs> always argue about that. Cousins be like, I'm not going to Kentucky unless you be point guard. Calipari told him, yes, you'll be point guard. When he got to Kentucky first day, Calipari told him, no, I lied to you. You ain't going to be point guard. <laughs> so every practice, every game, Cousins wants to be point guard. Probably if he let him play, he could have been a point guard in college. Probably could have did it. Why, though? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's different. DeMarcus Cousins, man. His brother plays for who? Louisville? Who did he play for last year? Mm, I don't remember. Texas A&M? Somebody. He's pretty good, too. Dude, they're projecting that damn Carl Anthony Towns be one of the top talents in the NBA, dude. Dude, he's, he's good, man. Uh, you know what? When Duke had that other guy and Carl Anthony Towns, they were trying to say who goes first at- Granted, I only saw the Duke guy play about seven, eight Parker. times a game. Jamari no, Parker. no, the year before that went to Towns. Were Embiid. Getting, yeah, yeah, Embiid. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Embiid, Joel Embiid. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the other, the center, man. Two years ago, he was a freshman, one and yeah, done at yeah. Duke. That, that was him. That was his name, right? Embiid. No, he got drafted by Philadelphia, 76ers, and then he got traded already to somebody else. That was... Jabari Parker. No, I'll look it up, man. Here, hold up. Jabari Parker's a guard. This a big guy. Yeah, big guy. His name is Okafor. Okafor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Jamil a big Okafor. argument who's better. Man, I sit here and say, I know I'm, I'm not a great on that shit, but I can tell you right, watching Crimson Towns, he's like four times better than Okafor ever could be. Already, I only saw this guy play about eight times. But the first time I saw Carrington Towns play in a – remember they went overseas, Bruce, and play in those yeah. pro teams? I saw yeah. him play one game, and I was like, this guy's ready for NBA right now. You watch Okafor? So I don't know why he – I don't. he might end up being good. I don't even follow NBA too much. I don't hear about him. What's his problem? But I know Towns is the shit, man. Hurt. He's been hurt. Okafor has. Towns is the shit. He got all the moves. He can block ball. He can play defense. He can shoot the long range. He can run the floor. He can do it all, man. Doesn't he play for Minnesota? Yeah. yeah. Minnesota's actually yeah. stacked. Yeah, they're, they're stocked, stocked, man. They've got so much young talent, man. Fuck, they're stacked, dude. Yeah, that's what everybody's bitching here. Last year they were stacked for more or less. Actually, the problem is everybody was always complaining about here on the radio. Like I said, I don't watch it much, but I hear them on the radio. Is the they don't let him play Towns his minutes. They keep, take him out, let him sit. He only plays half a game, and they don't. They don't want to worry. They don't want him to get too much something as their bullshit excuse. But that's their whole problem with the whole team. They their second team is so bad. Their bench last year, they couldn't hold and win games when they bring in the backups. You know, the, you got to rest people. But they all. That's what I was hearing. I don't watch the games. But I, I think in the draft this year they added a couple guys, right? So their depth ought to get better. Oh yeah, yeah. They've got a lot of good young talent. About three years, they be they'll be something to deal with. Maybe sooner. I mean, I don't. I, I said I don't watch them too much. I hear people talking about them, but I know Towns is the bee's knees, man. Dude, he's kind of he kind of reminds me of the of the dream. A little bit down on the block, you know, Akeem Olajuwon. If you yeah. give him the ball and put him down, he has a lot of tendencies that the that the dream used to have. 
he ain't as good as that in that area of the game. But he, he kind of has the same tendencies, man. You know, the way he can move with the ball. Do you remember him? Did you see him played? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the shit down there, man. <laughs> He'll spend the ball. He's like the Harlem Globetrotters down there, man. Yeah. All arms and legs, though, man. They didn't know which direction that guy was going. <laughs> That's, town's kind of got a little bit of that down there. I didn't, I didn't watch him play much in NBA, but I, all the talk that I hear is everybody's high on him, dude. Everybody. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I loved him. Actually, I loved Houston Cougars, man. I mean, they beat Kentucky in, like, the Final Four, but he's I was still kind of rooting for the Cougars. He's talking about Towns. He's talking about Towns. Not yeah. the dream. Oh, Everybody okay. knows the dream. Oh, I watched he's him talk- play a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's the shit, man. The dream is, was, man. I used to like Houston, man. I actually kind of rooted for them against Kentucky, man. I hate to say it. They beat Kentucky in the Elite Eight or something, man, because that team was gone. They had Clyde Drexler, Hakeem Olajuwon, a couple other guys. They was loaded, dude. Loaded. And the coach beat them. Championship game. Their own coach got them beat. North Carolina State have a chance in that game. Went trying to go stall. Back then they didn't have shot clock. He's going to stall ball. Four corners. He did it in four years. Blew a 15-point lead with like six minutes to go. They were some dunkers, boys. I got to go. They got a party going. All right. Y'all going to stay on? All right, I'm done. All right, see you later, Josh. See you, guys. See you.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.